Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and today we're going to be talking indoor track, and specifically uh, two schools that came home with uh, state titles the other night, uh, the TJ Boys under the direction of head coach Larry O'Hara. Larry, thanks for being here. Congrats, and thank you for taking some time. Thank you for having me, Steve. We appreciate it. Indeed, and the other head coach with us today is uh, uh, the head boys indoor track coach at Catoctin High School, Mr. Dave Lillard. And, Dave, congrats on not only this one, but this is three in a row now for uh, your boys. Congrats. Thank you for taking some time as well. Well, thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. The boys appreciate it as well. Guys, uh, uh, those who may not know a little bit about what you guys have done, I know, because uh, I've uh, been around you long enough. But we'll start, day with you. Just a, a brief history on how your ordeal and your coaching career here in Frederick, where it's been, and, and how you ended up at Catoctin. Well, it started at Urbana High School. Um, I had was lucky enough to have a principal. His name was Dr. Seaton, took pity on me and decided <laughs> to get me out of middle school. And um, started coaching there under the patronage and the the learnage of um, Dave Britton, who was the head coach at um, Urbana. And from there, we won some state titles and basically started to be the head coach when he stepped down. And um, went from there to Oakdale High School and um, did some pretty good things there. Great kids there as well. I've been I've been blessed with a lot of really good athletes. Um, both at Urbana and at Oakdale. And then I come to um, Catoctin, and, you know, once again, it's like putting the basket underneath the tree and waking, <laughs> yeah. up, waking up the next morning and all the good athletes are just falling into the basket. So I've gotten pretty lucky at Catoctin as well, um, having some awesome athletes. Indeed, Dave. Uh, we, I, I've known what you've done, and I'm, I know that Keith is very glad to have you up there. Larry, how about you? Yeah, so I um, got my coaching career started at Salisbury as a graduate assistant. Um, so that was my alma mater, and I uh, stayed on there uh, for a season. Uh, once I graduated, I came back to Frederick um, to teach, and um, I was actually a volunteer assistant at Mount St. Mary's under my old high school coach at TJ, uh, Jason Anderson. Um, so I was a volunteer there until he took a principal job, and then they offered me the distance coaching position at the Mount. Uh, so I did that for 10 years um, and then uh, started a family. And the travel for college coaching was quite a bit. Um, so I saw an opening at TJ High School and the opportunity to come back to my alma mater uh, was very enticing. Uh, so I interviewed with a guy named Steve Nibbs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> luckily uh, was able to come along, um, you know, for cross country and for track. Um, and so uh, just very happy to be uh, at TJ. And it's very special to be able to coach at my alma mater. Um, uh, it's just it's really really special indeed I'm, uh, and i'm sure there are a lot of coaches out there that would echo the same sentiment uh, larry when you have that opportunity and able to come back uh, not only give back but right there at uh, your your alma mater guys you can come away with state titles larry we'll start with you this is the first mm -hmm. indoor title for you all since 2012 but you came mm -hmm. off you came off the spring 
uh, as the as the state champion, and now you follow up with the indoor title. Talk a little bit mm -hmm. about this team and and uh, how they've came together and and brought this through. Yeah, so it kind of you know started about a year ago. Uh, we finished third at the indoor championships for three A, and then um, you know they they really had a goal of trying to win that state title in the outdoor season, which they were able to do. Um, and, you know, we only graduated a small number of points uh, from that team. So bumping up to 4A, definitely their goal was to, to get things rolling during the indoor season. Um, and so, yeah, they, they really set that goal. And, um, yeah, a lot of senior leadership uh, within that. Um, and, you know, each event group really had uh, a focus um, even through the off season, And then once our season began of just what we were trying to achieve. So a lot of that kind of got started with a third place uh, a year ago. Um, and then just built through that spring and, and right on into this year. Certainly two young men who came through the other night for you and our state champions, uh, as we were talking off air, James Partlow, who's been, uh, he's the reigning 4A uh, in uh, cross-country state champ and came in and got two to state titles in the 1,600, 3,200, and in fact set a state record, if I'm not uh, if I'm correct, in the 3200, and then Gilbert Ramos mm -hmm. in, in the pole vault. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah, two wonderful athletes, um, and, and just awesome to see. Coach Shipley does a wonderful job with our pole vaulters. Um, we scored a number of points there. Um, so Gilberto uh, picking up where his sister left off. She was a four-time state champion in the pole vault, so neat to see him uh, get his name up there as well um, and earn points. He's also a high jumper for our team, and then uh, James, um, you know, just a phenomenal job this season. And, um, you know, going out there and having a fantastic mile race, uh, the 1600 was really, really exciting all the way down to the wire. And then just kind of going out with the goal of setting the all-time state record um, at the state meet uh, for the 3200 was very special. Um, and I also have to mention our, our guy okay. that actually scored the most points at the meet was uh, Luke Fermanis. Okay. Um, he didn't win a state title, but he got second in the 55, and he scored in the high jump and the pole vault. Well, um, so we were, he's kind of a, a do-it-all kind of guy for us all season. That Swiss Army knife type of guy. Uh, we were talking yep. off air about that, how how important uh, those types of athletes are to winning a state title, that depth that you need. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And that's you know something that we kind of missed last year. And uh, we were lucky enough to score in every event at uh, counties and at regionals. And we were able to score in nine out of the 13 events uh, at the state meet. Um, and so that's not just two or three guys. You know, it's a yep. number of guys being able to contribute. And even our four by eight, just being able to nab sixth place without allowing Jonathan uh, Regulis or James having to race. Um, so being able to let them be fresh for their individual events. Um, so that depth allowed us to be able to do that, pick up points, but keep them more fresh for their individual events. Indeed. And Dave, you come in uh, with your third consecutive indoor title. That takes some doing. Talk about this year's group and how that came to be. Oh, this year's group, I mean, you've, you, we had Furious Tremel, who's just kind of shined in the mid-distance. I mean, it's really taken over both in the county and in the state overall. Um, not just 1A, but, you know, 2A, 3A, and 4A is just kind of just taken over. And then we've had um, Gabe Riling, who um, just has has come come to tuition in the um, 16 and the 3,200 meter and has, has really, he's basically become the number two fastest guy in Catoctin history in the mile. So he, he is really, um, like, 
just come come out as a great runner. He's going to run at Salisbury this coming up year. He wants to be next to the beach. That's what he told me. Um, <laughs> I get it. But our, go Gold. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Our, our our big shining star, though. I mean, they they because you know, and to win a state meet, you always need these unexpected points. You tell the guys all the time. Everybody goes to states to become a state champion, and we had Deacon McLevain who just threw a shot put. Um, a good three feet further than he's ever done wow. in his life, and oh. and like and got us second place. I mean, literally without him, we'd have been tied for first. I mean, that's that was that was a big throw for him. So, you know, just just like Coach Larry was saying, I mean, it is it's it's a team coming together. I mean, we scored out eight out of the um, out of all the events in indoor, and we scored in eight of them. And it, it takes the bottom feeders as well as the top feeders to win. The top feeders are important, but sure. without the bottom feeders, you don't you don't win a state title. No, indeed, and I think that's that, that's you know people sometimes have the wrong perspective about that. Uh, you definitely, as we've said, need that depth and those guys that can score for you may not win, but they do score for you, and those are points in your favor. Dave, we'll, we'll go to you here. What uh, inspires you to coach? <laughs> the, the kids. I can yeah. tell you right now, it is, I mean, right now I'm having the kids walking into my room and going, when can we start practice again? <laughs> I mean, just to see how excited they are to just continue what they're doing is, it. how can you not be excited? I mean, you've, you've got – you know, freshmen who are just new at the sport, just wanting to to continue to practice and wanting to be the next the next Furious or the next Gabe or or the next the next James. I mean, they just they they look at these older guys like Coach was saying that they just look at them and they want to be them. And I I mean I can remember James when when he was a young runner would just you know follow around Alex Contreras. Mm-hmm. And just was he, he loved that boy because Alex like breathed distance, yes. and James now breathes distance. Yep. I mean, you see him, and he is the phenon, just like Furious. Yes, Furious is just this this young guy who breathes track and field, and and it's amazing to see. And how can you not get excited with all that? Indeed, I would assume, Larry, that that's kind of goes double for you. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, you know, the, the sport of running is something I fell in love with. Um, and, you know, at, at a young and uh, important age in my life. And so being able to kind of uh, help them embrace that and find what it is about that sport that's just so good. And we try to advertise it as a lifelong sport, something you can do after your high school days are finished. Um, and it's just very, very special just to be able to see them um as Coach Dave was just saying, just be able to kind of live and breathe uh, the sport that we enjoy. So just being able to see that and light a fire under them uh, and get them going, um, you know, if they want to compete in college or if they want to run after high school um, or just be able to do that on a day-to-day basis, um, it's just fantastic to see people uh, buy in and love the sport uh, that we do. It's very uh, gratifying and uh, enjoyable. Without question, I uh... Uh, 100% behind that and and reason why I coached as well, um, you know, and winning titles uh, is, a, is a given. I think everybody certainly enjoys that. But uh, after I started to reflect, I, I realized that it was the relationships with these young athletes and uh, uh, what became even more important 
uh, was them when they came back and thanking you, and that just made it all worthwhile. Yeah, yeah, I did owe that too. Looking at Absolutely. okay, looking at uh, these past years, you guys have been involved in in coaching the sport and coaching in general for a while. Um, Dave, we'll start with you. What have you learned about Coach Lillard? <laughs> um, I've I've learned at times I'm not very patient, um, <laughs> and I've I've learned through the kids that you know I just need to be patient and let things happen as they happen. Um, coach, I have learned as a coach sometimes I I like to control the uncontrollable, <laughs> and um, and I've come to find out that sometimes. You just can't control that. And, you know, when you're at a track meet and, you know, something happens, you know, that you can't control, you've got to move on and and know that the team has got each other's back and we'll, they'll make up the difference if needed, which which happens many a time. Any Most state championship wins are one, one person, something happening to them that they couldn't control, and somebody else making up that difference because they figured out there's something they can control. So that's probably the biggest thing that I've learned as, as a coach and coach Lillard is that sometimes I want to control the uncontrollable, but I just need to let go of that. Okay. Larry, how about you? Yeah, I think it's kind of that, that level of control. And when I get to a meet, sometimes I feel like I don't have control anymore. (laughs) So it's just trying to, Trying to control control my emotions, I think I was definitely a nervous wreck. Uh, kind of in the two to three hours that were kind of leading up to one o'clock when the meet would finally start. And then once the meet gets rolling, it's just like I always tell my runners: when the race goes off and the gun goes off, all those nerves go away because you're finally kind of in control. Um, but yes, I, I definitely need to kind of calm myself down at times and just trust in the process that we've gotten there and that the kids are going to do the best that they can. Uh, all of those things. Um, but, yeah, I agree with Dave of just kind of having that control and just kind of letting it be. Um, sometimes we can't control all things and have to trust in the kids as well. Larry, you think that uh, when the butterflies stop, it may be, uh, it's, it may be toward the end? Uh, because I, 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 was, I, I don't know if I would ever get rid of the butterflies no matter how long <laughs> I was coaching. <laughs> Yeah, and it is funny. I think they are good. It shows that you care, and it shows that you're excited about it. And uh, that's at least what I tell the kids. If you're nervous, that's a good thing. If you're not nervous, I'm a little worried about you. Okay, Larry, we'll start with you. You guys have won these state titles, and you've seen what is needed uh, to get to uh, that pinnacle. And what, what, what would be some key ingredients that you have found uh, that are needed to to get your program to be competitive and consistent, and then eventually, you know, get uh, a state title or two. Yeah, I mean, I think just creating a culture that uh, student athletes just want to be a part of. Um, and so, we were not necessarily a big team when I took over, and so uh, just try to create a culture where uh, people want to be around it. Um, and it's a culture of hard work, uh, and they need to expect that. Uh, but also a culture of respect um, and just a place where people can come and they can do their absolute best and people will be there to support them. Um, And then that's where you can get those kids to come in and allow them to develop over the years. 
um, because you never know, you know, who's going to be <laughs> your best jumper, who's going to be your best thrower or distance runner. A lot of kids come in, think they want to be a sprinter, and they might end up developing, you know, into a, a distance runner a little bit later on. I think, uh, Dave, you were saying uh, Ryling started off as a sprinter. Is that right? Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> and now he's one of the best distance runners out yeah. there. So, yeah, he did a great job. Yeah, yeah so it's just um, – you know, just trying to create that culture where kids are uh, willing to take a risk. I think a lot of kids are maybe fearful of trying a sport that they've never done. Um, so many other sports, you have to start at the age of four or five in order to be good by the age of high school kids. And, um, you know, track and field is not necessarily like that. And just trying to allow kids to take a chance, come on out, give it a try and trust in their coaches and try to have some fun. But along the way, you know, start to get better, gain confidence, um, and then you start to have that depth uh, that we were talking about a little bit earlier. Um, so overall, just kind of creating a culture that kids want to be part of. Okay, Dave. Yeah, and I agree with the culture and 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 what what coach is saying that culture is really important. Just the culture of improvement too. That you know that a lot of times the younger runners, you know, they look up to you know the Jameses, the the Gabes, the Furiouses, and they they. They just they think that these guys have always been like that, and they haven't. You know, as as freshmen and sophomore, you know, they were some of them didn't even go to states. They just kind of improved themselves a little bit at a time. You know, and I always tell tell the kids one step at a time. Try to focus on a PR. If you if you and I tell like the sprinters all the time, like the fifty five meter runners. Hey, if you improve by five hundredths of a second for every race and you race six, seven times in a season, that's a huge improvement. Right. And that that's amazing. So um, the, the beauty of, of our sport is not only, I mean, we, we've got quant, we've got data, we've got quantitative data all the time to let the kids know they're getting better. And that just in itself drives them to want to work hard and to want to to continue to kind of push themselves, like Coach was saying, it's it's hard work. Running's hard work. Then <laughs> if you hear it all the yep. time. It's other sports punishment. I never punish my kids by running. Yeah. I'm already punishing them. But it's just it's cool to see that culture where where they are focusing on their own improvement and teammates' improvement. Like we have we have a legacy board where they go up and they look at where they stand and they just love to see where they stand compared to all the other Catoctin runners that have ever existed. And it's amazing when they see that and they see themselves going up there and they see that, that very slow progression of improvement that all runners see from freshman year to um, senior year. Not everybody comes out as a freshman as amazing. They all have to work their way up and to kind of push that culture and to see that happening is is just really amazing and phenomenal indeed and it's certainly w- the point you you both make is the fact that this is a a, a sport that these uh, uh, young boys and girls can get instant feedback and and yes you see in other sports they they, they know that they have improved because of their strength and and jumping higher or throwing the ball farther or w- those different attributes but in track and field they can see as they go 
that improvement because there it is right there in front of them, that instant feedback. And as like you said, Dave, is is such a, a big deal. Oh, yeah, it is. It's, it's huge. I mean, it just it just drives the sport. And they get to the point where they even look at how they compare to other runners. Yeah. It just it just drives their own mm-hmm. improvement. It makes them makes them hungry. And that's we all look for hungry athletes. A hungry mm-hmm. athlete is an athlete that's going to improve. Ain't no doubt about it. Without question. Guys, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> as always, time goes by so fast, and especially when I'm able to talk sports with some outstanding coaches and athletes here in <laughs> Frederick County, and, and that's we're at that point now. Dave, thank you for coming uh, and be a part of the program today. Continued success up there at Catoctin. Uh, go after Hopefully we'll see another title come your way uh, this spring, but I know – uh, Keith is glad to have you on board, and so is Frederick County. Thank you. Well, thank thank you a lot for having us. We appreciate everything you do for high school sports. You do a ton, and, um, I mean, all the high school sports. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Larry, the same goes to you. Uh, I, I guess I was a little smarter than I thought I was a few years back, and I'm glad it, <laughs> it certainly has worked out. The job that you have done. Uh, at TJ and brought that program around. Uh, again, go after him and get a second consecutive outdoor title. Continued success out there, TJ, Larry. I appreciate that, Steve. Uh, thank you so much. And, Dave, congratulations to you guys. It's fantastic. Oh, you, you too, Larry. You've been listening to Frederick Thanks. County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and we'll see you next week.